When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. It's time for the Happy Half Hour. With your friends, Kristen Balboni, Miles Simmons, and Will Bryan. That's right. It's time for the Happy Half Hour podcast. Kristen, Will, and Miles here with you. And guys, I haven't talked to you since before the holidays. So, uh, Will, how, how was your 4th of July, first off? It was pretty low-key. So, I was actually uh, waiting on a COVID test over the weekend. That's fun. And did you pass? <laughs> <laughs> what were the results? It's <laughs> a big cliffhanger uh, there, Will. Yep, I'm negative. Got it today. So we're all good, but it meant that needed to, um, was going to try to go see my parents, um, but didn't end up getting able to do that. So I um, just kind of laid low over the weekend, but I don't have COVID, at least right now. Congratulations. Yeah, well, I'm sorry that you didn't get to, to see your parents, but just for anyone who's who's wondering about your overall health, you feel okay, correct? Yeah, yeah, I, I felt okay the whole time, um, but, you know, just wanted to be, take precautions just to make sure, you know, my parents were a little bit older, um, so was, was trying to do all that, but didn't have a, a, a test back, so couldn't really go see them. Mm, that's a bummer. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll get a chance to see them safely soon. Uh, Definitely a different way than we would normally spend 4th of July. Uh, Miles, how was your 4th of July? My 4th of July was very boring. Um, I was not waiting for a COVID test, but I too basically just kind of quarantined in my apartment here. Uh, And, you know, I I got a couch, um, but that was not here over the weekend. So I basically spent the weekend in my bed uh, watching a lot of Netflix um i think i got some takeout a couple of times uh and yeah that was about it it was it was interesting i mean i heard fireworks i didn't really see any from my deck but i heard some so good for the people who were shooting them off (laughs) but yeah otherwise pretty uh pretty boring uh how was yours kristen it was good um Actually, my my husband and I went down to Hilton Head for a couple of days. We were able to find, yeah, a a secluded Airbnb that felt safe and, you know, wore our masks at all times, even, you know, as we were headed out to the beach until we could get to our space. And, uh, you know, so it was a little different, but it was great. It was the first time that we uh, have really gotten to to do anything. So I had a great few days. I love getting to to be back in North Carolina and get to do stuff like drive to the beach. That's definitely not something you do in Chicago. So uh, it was nice. It was an, it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. We happened to find a place that felt safe and um, reasonable, and so uh, we went for it. It was a nice little 
nice little holiday. Okay, I have two questions. Um, I, because I am geographically, uh, I don't know, I, I want to say illiterate, but that's not quite the Limited? Word, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I've never really spent much time down here. So A, how far is Hilton Head from here? And B, did they shoot off fireworks at the beach that you guys could see? It was uh, about a four, over four hours. Um, That's not bad. Drive, yeah, four and a half maybe. Uh, so it was not bad. Too bad. Anything over that, then I'll start to get cranky. There's no doubt about it. And of course, Me you don't want to stop anywhere because who knows what's what's going on and you want to try to limit you know your exposure to people. So, But overall, the drive was not bad at all. As far as fireworks goes, we did not want to go down to the, the beach. We heard them and we could kind of see them on our little porch area but we didn't want to go down and you know kind of be around a big crowd of people but i'd say i saw i'm gonna go three fireworks three total fireworks (laughs) that i could actually see over the tree line which look i'm gonna be honest it's enough fireworks for me i don't know how you guys feel uh miles what are your thoughts it sounds like you are into the are you guys fireworks people pro fireworks anti-fireworks miles you first yeah i think i'm more Pro fireworks, I guess, as I've gotten older. And I am shocked I, by this. Yeah. Well, when I was little, I really did not like fireworks. I they, I didn't like how loud they were. And I remember, I think it was like the Cleveland Bicentennial Celebration. And my mom really wanted to go. And so she had to get me these earplugs so she could tolerate me whining about how much I didn't like fireworks. Because I just, as a kid, I never really liked them. It's, it's kind of the way I feel about thunder and lightning now. Especially now that I've been in places where thunderstorms don't usually happen in you know California for the last uh, four years of my life. Like the first time when I heard a thunderstorm here, I was very afraid. But it's different, I guess, when it's fireworks now because I like the colors and stuff. I don't know. So, yeah. Will, Will how do you feel about fireworks? Uh, so I'm relatively indifferent. Like, I enjoy them. But I also am now more around uh, a dog that doesn't like them. And I'm so mm-hmm. kind of coming around to the empathy for dogs that just freak out. And especially this particular July 4th, it's one thing if it's like, hey, it's going to be a big fireworks show at 835 in one particular place and you can kind of plan on it. It's another thing when there's literally hundreds of thousands of fireworks just going, just wherever whenever (laughs) forever and it's like i mean did you guys see that video of la of like the helicopter video it was incredible yeah i've actually every year there yeah i've actually spent uh i had the good fortune to spend gosh this must have been five years ago when i lived in la a group of us rented a house in the hills um and it had to be a big group of us because i mean there was 20 of us to afford like one night in a, in a house in the hills and it had a view kind of like that and you could see fireworks from everywhere it was awesome I mean it was absolutely incredible to get to see them from all that because it's all the different well in the past it's been all the different communities and if you've got a great view you know you can see the like a hundred different communities shooting off fireworks this I'm sure was people but um yeah it's it's Great when they're, like you said, when it's a planned thing and it is beautiful and it has, like a, I don't know, beginning, middle, and end in the grand finale. But I think my biggest thing about the fireworks is, oh, what I mean, why is it like the whole week of July 4th from 7 o'clock in the morning to 3 a.m., people just feel like they can just set off fireworks whenever? Like, I got to get some sleep at some point. I know that makes me sound like a curmudgeon, but... Oh. 
Well, no, it doesn't. I think that people need to be able to sleep, right? I don't see anything wrong with it. And I totally agree with your viewpoint on this, Kristen. But I do think, and I, I'm not a person who would ever shoot off fireworks because I think I would be the guy who blows off his hand. And uh, Yeah, like, me too. Like, I need my hands for my job. Like, it's very, very typing heavy job that I need all of my fingers for. So, like, that to me is the... Uh, like, I can't really go out and shoot off fireworks. Um, but I think it's interesting when people do it. I've actually never seen somebody shoot off a firework in my life, though. I've never been that close to it. Oh, man. Wait, Wait stay really? in North and South Carolina just a little bit longer, Miles. You'll see it next summer. Well, but it happens in Ohio, too. Like, as I'm thinking about it, I don't know why. It's just I've, ne I've just never really been around it. I don't know. I, I guess living in densely populated suburbs it wasn't yeah. something. But, like, if you go probably 10, 15 minutes in one direction or another, everybody's got fireworks in northeast Ohio. So, I don't know. Well, we'll put that out. on. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on the calendar for next July 4th. Uh We'll let Miles get some. Well, although, I mean, you can at least be near them. I understand yeah. it's an occupational hazard for go, don't yeah, lose I'll those go, hands. I'll go, I'll go in the field and I'll, I'll just watch. I'll pencil it in. All right. Well, I feel like the two things that you can count on when it's July 4th, if you're scrolling through social media, are people are going to be boomeranging their fireworks on, on Instagram and Instagram stories, right? Like they saw a, I mean, you just flip through and it's 30 in a row of just a firework, you know, exploding. Or... They're complaining about people shooting off fireworks on Twitter. Like, I feel like those are, without a doubt, you can count on them. Which is worse? Which is the thing that you wish would go away on July 4th? Which is more annoying? Um, Miles, I feel like you might have a strong opinion on this. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, I, I would just start by saying this. I mean, do you ever feel... Uh, like a plastic bag drifting through the wind wanting oh, to start again? Oh, Katy Perry, of course. <laughs> Um, you know, do you ever feel already buried deep six feet under the stream and no one seems to hear a thing? Um, I don't even remember what the question was. I just, that, we started talking about fireworks and the song came into my head. What Are you a Katy Perry me? fan? Oh, heck yeah. Katy's hey, awesome. Katy's got bangers, man. Katy's got bangers for days. Teenage Dreamer. Teenage Dream is me? a classic. It's so good. Total classic. Uh, mannequin, that's a little known Katy Perry banger. That's a deep cut. That's a total banger. I have to go listen a, to that one. There's a live oh. album on Spotify that is sort of acoustic versions of the songs. Anyway, yeah. Like, that's immediately not really go. <laughs> no, about. but immediately going to go check that out after this. Okay, but which do you find more annoying? People boomeranging their fireworks on Instagram or complaining about shooting off fireworks on Twitter? Um, people complaining about people shooting off fireworks on Twitter. I don't mind the boomerangs. I think it's kind of fun. Okay. Miles, I got to say, you're much more pro firework than I thought. I thought we were going to have a great, like, oh, I can't, I don't know why it kind of just like gets my blood boiling a little bit. I'm like, all right, I get it. Another firework, another firework. And I, I was like, Miles is going to be with me on this, I think. And I got to say, I love that you just kind of love all things fireworks. It makes me happy. Yeah, I guess I really do. And this is honestly, it's kind of surprising to me because it, I feel like <laughs> in my MO of like things that Miles probably would not like, fireworks would probably be one of those things that people would think I don't like, but I, I actually kind of do like fireworks now. Who knew? Wow. Well, we're going to get you out there. I know. I'm. Are you shocked too, Will? I'm very shocked. And I'll, <laughs> I just have to say the only thing worse than either an Instagram boomerang story or post 
of fireworks is the Instagram story of your really far seat at a concert for like 55 seconds. Yes. Of some song you can't hear. <laughs> there is nothing. I We get it. You're at a concert. Cool. I'm not watching 55 seconds of horrible video for a song that I like and don't want to hear from your phone. It's the same thing with fireworks. I don't want to see your phone's small version of fireworks that are also happening right outside my window. I get it. Like, I'm looking at them too. Cool. I don't need to see it on your phone. And Will, what about when the concert, with the concert Instagram stories, when you could hear the person singing so loudly, oh, but you can't hear so the actual bad. song itself? It's so bad. It's just like when you fire, it's like, ooh, ah, oh, ah. <laughs> No, no, stop with all that. Stop this all is the it. kind of, yes, this is the kind of commiseration I was looking for. Thank you, there Will. You I go. thought it would be coming from, go. I thought it'd be coming from Miles, but I feel a little bit better. I love the holiday Love to see, you know, everyone having fun safely, of course, this year, but it just gets a little much, and I'm glad to know that I'm not the only person. But, Someone you know, has to have some rage around here. Come on, Miles. <laughs> I know. I really, Miles is really letting us down in that I, department. I just I get, know. We get a nice story about loving the colors. I'm like, what? <laughs> My rage meter, I guess, is just low today, guys. I don't know. <laughs> it's rare. I like it. I think that's awesome. Um... But, you know, now that we are, are back at work, fresh off of our few days off from the holiday, of course, now is the time that we're turning our attention to, to training camp. And what have you guys, because I'm sure fans want to know, what have you guys heard? What have you not heard? Um, what's the latest miles from, from everyone you're talking to? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think everybody is pretty much as in the dark as everybody else is on this. And I know that, you know, between the three of us, we've talked to some of our colleagues around the league about what they're trying to figure out in terms of what we can all do um, once training camp starts and things like that. And it's just hard because there are no, at this point, no really hard and fast set rules. And so because of that, I think... You know, we're seeing on Twitter right now, you got J.C. Treader, the president of the um, the NFL Players Association. He's going and writing something that is basically like, hey, we really want to make sure that everything is going to be safe um, when we go into training camp. And that's why we don't want preseason games. There's not necessarily a medical reason to have preseason games, according to the NFLPA. And so I, I talked to uh, linebacker Tiger Whitehead yesterday um, for an article that you can read at panthers.com at some point in this near future. Um, but I asked him, you know, are you concerned? What is your level of concern really about the virus and coming back to practice? And he said, yeah, of course I'm concerned. And he right now has a three month old son. So that's another mm. level of, you know, concern because you don't want to bring something home and then potentially infect your whole family, especially a, a child that is so young. So, he said what he's just looking for is a real solid plan um, to keep all players and coaches and everybody involved safe. And I think that's what we're all looking for, right? I mean, I, I think at, at this point, look, you, you see cases of COVID surging all across different states right now, and you just want to make sure that if people are going to come in and play football. There is a structured way to practice. There's a structured way to meet and there's a structured way to keep everybody safe. And, and I think that the NFL and the NFPA right now are really working on trying to make that happen. But yeah, at this point, when we're about two weeks out from what should be rookies reporting um, on July 21st, that's what that date I believe is, 
this is something where, yeah, you got to start ratcheting up the uh, urgency here because everybody needs a plan. Yeah, I, I mean, and that—that's, I mean, that—that's where we are, and that's part of what's what's tough about this is I think all of the details that we've come to just understand as part of the way that the NFL works in terms of, uh, you know, roster size, in terms of IR, in terms of, you know, all these kind of designations of, of player status. And then you think about how that impacts uh, salaries, how that impacts money. I mean, there's so many things that people don't quite know, like what happens if you know 10 guys, guys get it all in one, one spot, you know, are you, do you have to put those guys on a certain list? Is there a list that's only a 14-day list for COVID? You know, how do you replace guys? I, I, I think there's so many questions along that. And and just, you know, I, I think it's it's one thing to say, all right, we're all going to come in and, and quarantine and everyone get tested every day and just, you know, be in one spot. But there's so many other things that that every time it seems like there's a call, there's like another, oh, yeah, what about that? You know, what about this? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just kind of, I feel, it feels like in some ways they're kind of running out of time, which is why, you know, there's more discussion about, you know, kind of the preseason games and trying to give them more time to kind of keep working through this stuff. Yeah, that was what we were all talking about during March and, you know, in April when the draft was happening, when free agency was happening. The NFL had the benefit of time, right? The NFL had the benefit of being able to sit back and say, okay, we can conduct these things virtually. We can make a virtual offseason program. And because the season doesn't start until September. Well, now when you have training camps that are supposed to start at the end of July, the benefit of time is running out. And I don't think when everything shut down in March that week, I don't think anybody thought that we would be where we are right now. I think that we Mm -hmm. probably figured that we would have a better handle on this, but we don't. And that is another part of the issue. You know, how can we make sure that not only, you know, football players are safe, but how can we make sure that everybody is going to be safe so that everybody can return to work so that kids can go back to school, things like that? And it, we need to get a handle on all of that in order to really, I think, have a better sense of how the football season is going to be played. Yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right. The short answer is that there's still so many unknowns when it comes to, to this football season, but the biggest thing has got to be keeping everyone safe. And I think, Miles, you perfectly illustrated that when you're saying you're talking to Tyre Whitehead about his young son. I mean, he's got to be safe and everyone's got to feel like this is a safe environment where everyone can go to work. So we'll, we'll keep seeing how it's going to play out. Um, but yeah, uh, no doubt about it. The biggest story this week, kind of while everything else feels like it's on pause, biggest story, Patrick Mahomes and that monster extension, 10 years, reportedly worth up to $503 million. That is baseball. That is baseball money. That is, like you said, half a bill. That's, I can't even wrap my mind around that number. So first of all, I want to know what you guys uh, would buy with that money. We're going to talk about that in a second, but I have to say this. It's my favorite part of the story. Did you guys see that we have a new Adam Schefter on our hands? The person that broke the story works at a liquor store in Kansas City, and a group of chief staffers came in looking for quite a few bottles of Dom. And so, or Dom, I can't even say it. I don't even, I've never bought a bottle, if you can tell. Dom Perignon. Miles, am I saying that right? No, Dom Perignon. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can tell I've never purchased a bottle. Um, I've that's never purchased that's one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, but I know what to say if I ever want to. Not me. I didn't even practice it. Um, not me. I'm like, can I get that D O M P E? That thing. Um, Anyway, she purchased a bottle of the stuff that Miles said, or the staffers purchased a bottle of the stuff that Miles said. She put two and two together and tweeted it out, realizing like, hey, why are all these staffers together buying all this expensive champagne? I absolutely love that story. Miles, you you have her name. I just know the story, right? You've got the, the lady that's the new Adam Schefter. Yes, her name is Katie Camlin, and she works at Plaza Liquor in Kansas City. So next time I go for some barbecue, I will probably be hitting up Katie at Plaza Liquor in Kansas City because obviously it's the best pace to go if the Chiefs are getting there. Champion. And apparently didn't like Schefter DM her after all this? And oh, did he? posted yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like, I good, did. I good, saw good a story about there. that. Yes, I saw a story about that. Sorry, Will, uh, in uh, awful announcing today. Basically, the DM is they posted this screenshot was uh, he told Katie, "Well done, keep me posted the next time some <laughs> Chiefs employee buys six bottles of bubbly. Stay well, stay healthy." That's awesome, That's incredible. I absolutely <laughs> love that story. All right, Miles, say it one more time for me before Dom Perignon. If you're Perignon. really gonna get French with it, I'm just trying to say it without embarrassing myself again. We'll see how it goes next. Dom Perignon. Kristen, I think down where down where you're currently residing, it's Dom Perignon. I think so too. <laughs> Dom, that's Perignan. what I'm saying. That's all you need to say. Don Perignon. Well, like I said, I'm never going to buy a bottle anyway, so um, oh, you know, I'm more of an. I'm uh, you an, one for your birthday now. I'm more of an Andre type of person. <laughs> 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 that five dollars stuff. All right, but but looking at that contract and how much money it is, half a bill. I want to take the, the responsible stuff off the table when we talk about what we would do with that money. All right, I don't want to hear you're going to buy your parents a house, you're going to pay off your you know student loans, anything like that. We get it. Everyone's going to do that stuff. Will, what are you doing if you get that contract? What's the first few things you're buying? So I don't even look at it because I know I can't afford it, but I would start looking at like all of the cool tech that's out there that just would be life not life-changing but like day-to-day changing sort of tech like that's like a robot butler yes all of the things all of like all of that cool like i was just finishing up like i was watching parks and rec over the last like five days and like the last two or three seasons when like grizzle comes into town and they have like these like grizzle skateboards and every phone is like you know the little tablet screen stuff like i want all of that and one of those things where you can like, I want a jetpack and like fly and stuff. Ooh, I've always wanted to try that, like on the water, the jetpacks. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. All right, I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. Miles, what do you got for me? Okay, well, first of all, I you you you've tapped into the rage, Miles. Here, the, yes. the robots, the robots gotta go. All right, have you seen this Boston Dynamics stuff? Do you know the things that these people are doing with these robots? These little dog you know, air quotes, these dog robots that can walk around and open doors and then they sense where these other things are. The robots are going to take over things, okay? Have you guys ever seen artificial intelligence? Seen these movies, I Am Robot? No, I don't want anything. (laughs) I don't want any part of that. I want no part of that. I, you know, 
I do not want anybody to lose their job, but I think that the people on Boston Dynamics could be working on some other things that could improve our lives more than little robot dogs. I don't want those robot dogs. Let's refocus what they can be doing, all right? Because I, no, I'm, I'm not into the robot stuff. I don't want a robot butler. I don't want the robots. That, I don't have an Alexa or anything in my house either because I don't want them listening to my conversations because I know that the, whenever I search something, I was talking to somebody about Outback Steakhouse on on Instagram in a DM or something the other day, or maybe it was in a text. I don't know. But next thing I know, I've got Outback advertising itself to me on Instagram. The robots have enough, all right? The robots <laughs> do not need to be butlers. They don't need to be little dogs. And we don't need, and so, Will, you know, you can have that, but don't bring it around me. That's Miles, all I'm going to say. Miles, you know what a robot doesn't have? Feelings? Coronavirus. You don't know that. I don't think they do. Well, I listen. I don't know. I'm just saying. I would rather. I don't know. I don't. I don't need. I don't need a butler anyway. I live in a small enough apartment that I can walk around and do things myself. But I'm just saying. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'll answer your question now, Kristen. Um, the thing that I would I buy, love it. I I uh, would focus on property first, probably. Like I would buy. I would get a really nice penthouse in Charlotte, one of the nicest buildings that I could get it in. Um, I'd do the same thing in New York, probably have some more property in Malibu. Uh, South Florida would be another place. Um, I guess Cleveland, because I'm from there too. Uh, then I would buy cars. I'd just buy a lot of cars uh, because cars are awesome. And I've loved cars since I was very little. So the I would get a Porsche Macan S probably for daily driving. Um, a Ferrari would be on the list. Uh, actually, I, I take that back. I was I forgot how much money we were talking about. So it wouldn't be a Macan S. It would actually be a Lamborghini Urus because that's one of the best looking cars I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, but I guess we could have a Macan too. Um, sure, why not? Just why yes, not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, sure, we're throw it on like there. That. Yeah, that kind of money we got. Uh, 9-11 Targa, that would definitely be something I'd have. Um, I've thought a lot enough. I've thought, you know, uh, about this enough that I think I would have a good plan. And I would donate a lot of money, too. I, would, I, would I, I said nothing. Of... Yes, we all would. We know that. <laughs> That's so, We got. Come on. I mean, yes, but I feel like I was talking about too many things that I would buy. And I had to throw it in there. Well, we all would donate. We all would, you know, do the, the great stuff. There's no doubt about that. So, you know, come on. I just I just felt like I should say it before passing it back to you, Kristen. And asking, <laughs> what would you do with that amount of money? I like the I like the real estate angle. I like the jetpack. I'm taking a little bit from both of you. The one thing that I would get, I just want some sort of a private plane transportation. Now look. Oh yeah. You guys have worked for teams before. Teams travel differently in terms of not having to go into the airport, all that kind of stuff. I have always worked for a network. So that means when I was doing sideline, I was at an airport every, you know, sideline for network, college, uh, basketball, football, at an airport every two days, uh, multiple trips a week. Oh, yeah. I've gone through TSA so many times. I've gotten stuck in a middle seat even when I get my status bumped up. I've oh. eaten a lot of really bad airport food. I mean, there's just a lot of, you know, a lot of cricks in the neck trying to sleep. Like, all I want is to just not have to go through that, to not have to worry about fitting everything into a checked bag and the guy beside me up on my armrest and sneezing. You know, I just... 
I think I would really, really enjoy some sort of a private transportation. That's all I want. Is a private plane too much to ask, guys? No, not at all. And I will say that those chartered flights, they do hit different, as the kids say. <laughs> I wouldn't know. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see as, how the season plays out. But no, I'm, a, I'm economy all the way. So uh, that's, that's what I would have. At least um, first class. I got the first class upgrades and it's amazing, but it's not it as you would nice. say the the chartered flight. I, I, oh. If I'm getting if I'm getting Patty Mahomes money, that's the main thing I'm buying. I I'm sorry, I messed up what we were doing there. Yes, I I do economy <laughs> currently in my life, but oh yes, my life. Had, yes, but if I had that kind of money, I probably would get a plane. But I would at least be first class because there's nothing better than first class. Oh, I think the charter flights would be better, but what do I know? I have no idea. So that's that would be my big that would be my big purchase. I like it. All right, guys, it is time for the weird question of the week, and we have a, a special guest asker today. Our friend, the mayor of Flavortown, at JTFC underscore TM on Twitter, uh, one of our our favorite listeners of all time, has submitted some of his weird questions, and he didn't go just one. He he gave us a whole page of questions, a whole uh, iPhone note of questions. The mayor of Flavortown is awesome because he is an OG follower of what this podcast used to be, and he's just rolled that fandom right into us, and that is very nice of him. And so, Mr. Mayor, I thoroughly appreciate it. I agree. You know, he was a a great fan and an important fan of um, group chat and he didn't have to like, you know, uh, me and Miles, just like all of the other fans will that you guys had. And so we appreciate um, all of uh, everyone for sticking with us, especially the mayor of Flavortown. So without further ado, we picked our three favorite questions from the mayor of Flavortown for our weird questions of the week. We're going to get started here. Miles, what is your most used emoji? Uh, the cryy laughy face that is the most used emoji followed by uh, well right now it's the train but usually it is uh, well, I need some explanation on that <laughs> uh, <laughs> usually it's the guy it's the embarrassed what? guy like with the with that's blushing with the big eyes I so when I lived in Oakland uh, last year, I lived where, right across the street from a train station, and I was describing that to somebody recently in a text message, and I used a bunch of trains, and I guess that just vaulted that emoji up to number two. Okay. All right, Will, what about you? So mine is the guy in the blue shirt with like kind of his hands up, like, I don't know. <laughs> and he kind of looks like one? you too yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah it's like ah, that's, that's <laughs> down, that's down ah, that I, I use that one a lot um also so i guess i was looking at this because i looked in like my most recently used like apparently i've used the actual goat a lot so ah. i guess instead of writing out g-o-a-t i just put the goat and say yeah, that a lot in text too much trouble to, to type it all out uh yeah. mine is all right, you guys had to explain yours. Let me see if I can explain this right. It's what I would consider the hugging emoji, but it's with the smiley face. So it's the smiley face and then the two hands popping out at the bottom. Do you know oh, what I'm yes. talking about? Yes. Yeah. That is also on my frequently used. I absolutely love that one. And then followed uh, closely 
by the one that has two different size eyes and his tongue is hanging out like just wild like crazy wild like ah oh my god guys like that one you know what i'm talking about it's just <laughs> <laughs> they're on like weird angles yeah yes, yes yes exactly all right we successfully that's why we love these questions from the mayor it's like how do you describe you know this is an audio format how do you describe them but i think we i think we nailed that pretty successfully all right next agree. Next up from the mayor, if you could live with any sitcom family, Will, which one would it be? The Blues. Oh, that's oh, that's amazing. That's a good I got it's a well. I don't know how living with that would be. I mean, it'd be entertaining, but incredibly dysfunctional. But well, I have to tell you, my dog. Um, her name is Lucille, and her full name is uh, Lucille Bluth. Yes. Well, I just feel like it would be really entertaining and also very easy to take advantage. You know, it's just like there is I, always I, money I, in the I, banana I, stand. I, yeah, I watched it. It's, if there's there's money in banana stand, and I totally would have like taken advantage of that. All right, I, I love the Blues. Uh, one of my absolute favorite shows of all time. Miles, where are you going if you're living with a sitcom family? Okay, my my first instinct because of how much I love this show and I've I'm now rewatching it for like the second time um, during quarantine uh, is the family from I don't think I can say this word so I'll spell it S C H I T T apostrophe S Creek oh. the show that Dan Levy and Eugene Levy created I think that that's enough context to fill you in on what I'm talking about but I don't really want to live in the Rosebud Motel that's like true. that doesn't seem like a place that uh, my as my friends sometimes call me princess miles would enjoy <laughs> so maybe if i lived in elmdale then it would be better uh but i think the family that i would want to live with is jay and gloria on modern family because they have the nice house and jay has his life figured out and you know he's about to retire i don't know if he did retire in the last couple seasons i didn't watch them but they live in a nice house in southern california ostensibly and yeah i think that that would suit me pretty well they seem fun Jay likes I like that scotch. I like scotch. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. I'm going to go with a little bit of a throwback. I'm going to go with the family from Full House. Now, I know that it is, as the title suggests, a very full house. But think about that opening shot. They've got that prime San Francisco real estate. They do. You know, those houses where they the painted ladies they are called something. Those houses yeah. right there. Can you imagine what the property value on that is right now? I'm trying to get in on that family, get a piece of that pie. Personally. Millions and millions of dollars, basically. So, yes, that is, from the property value standpoint, I like where your head's at there, Kristen. That's smart. Oh. Well, I thank you. Thank you. All right, last question. Last weird question of the week from the mayor of Flavortown. I love this question. And I've got some wild answers, I think. All right, what is the most popular movie you've never seen, Miles? Uh, there are a lot. Um, man, I could like, see. I did see Saving Private Ryan. I was, that's usually my answer to that. Uh, Back to the Future. I've never seen that. Um, I've seen most of like the big franchise movies of the last 10, 15 years. I think Back um, to the Future is a solid one. Back, Back to the Future. Let's go with that one because I've never seen that. All right. What about you, Will? The Godfather. Whoa. Yep. And just no interest or... I, I don't, it just, it's never, I don't know. I just have never had the opportunity, I guess. I think it's on Netflix. Maybe I do have the opportunity. It is. I don't know. <laughs> I just have never watched it. 
I think you could have had the opportunity at some point if you really wanted to. Yeah, it's yeah, like probably, it's inaccessible, but I do. I like that's a really good one. I don't yeah. know if mine can beat this. I think I have two. Uh, number one, I'm. I get a lot of shock value for this one, but I'm, I mean, I'm not a child and I don't have children. Uh, I've never seen Frozen. I don't oh, know yeah, any I've of the words to the song. Right. I think that that's a one. Um, the other one that always surprises people never saw Avatar. Wasn't that like the uh, biggest movie? No, I'm, that's why I'm not seeing it. But isn't that like one of the biggest movies of all time? And like they're coming out it with is. a ton more. I'm not interested. Yeah, I mean that movie's a little bit overrated. I mean it's a solid movie, it's good, but I don't think I don't think it's worth all the hype that it's gotten. And I certainly do not think that we need two more Avatar movies, please. <laughs> I have seen Frozen though, so I've seen that's it's funny because I'm usually the person in like the friend group who has never seen movies and da 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 da, and people get on me. Oh my gosh, how have you not seen that? Have you not seen this? And, like, my friends text me all the time, look, well, I know, Miles, you haven't seen this movie, but blah, blah, blah. So I've actually seen both The Godfather and I have seen Frozen and I have seen Avatar. So that is a little bit ironic. That is ironic. I have a, I have a big – I'll save this for another podcast, but uh, I have a hot take. Uh, current circumstances notwithstanding, you know, but I have a hot take on movie theaters. I'm, I'm not a fan. I don't want to go – if I never go to a movie theater for the rest of my life, I'm fine. So wow. – uh, yeah, I'll look. How about this? That's a tease. We'll save that for our, <laughs> we'll save that for for another podcast because I could go for a while on that. But uh, yeah, they are not my favorite places at all. So I'm just going to leave you guys with that. Something to I, think about until next week. Well, I do think somebody needs to make you an offer that you cannot refuse to see The Godfather. I know what that is. Yeah, it's, it's that's the main line. Know, so yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's Godfather. Uh, glad to know that. I'm glad to know that you know what that one was. Uh, guys, this has been uh, a blast. Thank you to the mayor of Flavortown for uh, for all of the questions. Thank you to the new Adam Schefter for breaking the Patrick Mahomes news. Uh, and thanks to all of you for, for listening. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.